Hello, listeners. Mm. Welcome to another show of Who's Really Listening? I am one of the three hosts for your morning, afternoon, or night. My name is Matt Chua, a.k.a. the beige bastard himself, a.k.a. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Filipino flex Why are you keep, You just keep going with that. That's like your official he, a.k.a. He felt you went left from out like, what the a.k.a. is. He felt you know, and then went in, <laughs> left out. and went in with it. Like, I only call him Batman, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, and alongside me, we'll go right down the order. DJ Black Rabbit, what's going on? Good, sir. Yes, sir. It's your main man, DJ Black Rabbit, aka your favorite DJ's favorite DJ. I'm wonderful, man. Live from Los Angeles, California. It's hey. sunny, it's breezy. I'm feeling good. It's a good day. Well, it's Ooh. rainy here. And then, of yeah. course, we have alongside us the wild card of it all, Mr. Will Borniak. <laughs> what's up, man? This is Will Wilmatic, you know. Just being here and just saying whatever's off the dome. I was feeling nervous a little bit like about this episode because you guys were taking it like super serious. Like, I know we have I know we have someone here today. I know it's a special day, you know, mm. super special because we don't do guests very often. So, you know, yeah. someone when someone comes through, like I feel nervous. I don't even really know this dude. So like I'm trying to chill at my house and just be laid back on a Sunday recording this, you know, and. Now I'm supposed to be feeling nervous, but no. Well, I'm now okay. since you don't know him, you can grill Intro. him the hardest. So there you go. And of course, <laughs> we have with us. I know his music. I know his yeah. music. <laughs> so there you go. Allow me to introduce our guest for today's episode. He is a hip hop artist and a good friend of mine. He's been doing this for quite some time. Allow me to introduce and bring to the stage, cue the round of applause. His name is Prodigal. Prodigal, welcome to the show today. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate you guys taking the time out today. Um, definitely honored and a privilege. Um, you know, I know Rabbit and Chua for whew, over a decade. Yes, sir. So we got history and uh, Will, we're, Will Maddock, we're just starting, but hey, you know, What's up? let's keep building. Let's keep that friendship going. And, um, you know, just happy to you be can here. Follow, you can follow me on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> we're, not, we're not even at the end of the show yet. I'm going to promote you real quick. I'm, my oh, man's my trying man. to intro himself. Oh, and you by the way, here, you can crazy. promote me on Instagram. That's why. He's, he's trying to end the yeah. show already. The uh, minute, and we're minute ready to go. Closing. You know what? I'm going to head out. I'm going to head out. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> let's, but let's just no. start off this with a very, very simple question. <laughs> Prodigal, how are you, sir? How's everything been? What have you been up to? Um, I'm doing very well. Um, you know, ex super excited. I just released an EP um, as a memoir to like quarantine because um, 2020 was a doozy. Mm. And and um, I think it gave everyone a lot of space to like create and be creative, not just like in an artistic space, but like a lot of people are, you know, now going into businesses and opening their own stuff. So mm -hmm. um, I just want to have like something to look back on. I'm like, yeah, I did this during all that pandemic, you know, craziness. Um, but other yeah. than that, man, you know, it's been incredible just 
you know, to see the response on that, just drop the video, um, the first video uh, for my single uh, smile off the quarantine qualms EP. Um, go check it out. Um, and yeah, I already have the next project fully recorded and ready to go, which oh, shall not be shall, shall not be named or or uh, prefaced in any way because it's way too premature. Um, but you know, I'm just uh, I feel good. I feel centered. I'm focused on. You know, it's always good to have stuff ready and available. You know, having stuff on deck. What what I find is hardest as an artist is like when you don't have anything and have to start from square one mm. when you already have something like already in the archive and it's just getting mixed and mastered in the background, you get to play, you get to have fun, you get to strategize. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I suck at that. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of us do. I am trash. Well, you know, speak for yourself. It's hard. It's hard to stay motivated, especially through the days that we've just been through. And I yeah. think that's dope that you wanted to put an EP out, kind of reflecting on the days that we all went through, because it's a super universal message right now. Like a lot of people have gotten extremely depressed during these times. You know right. what I mean? So for you to be like, yo, like I want to come out with an EP during this time and talk about this time, like a super fitting, and then be like just fucking just for yourself just to be like yo like whatever happens to this blows up whatever like you can still look back and be like this is a piece of artwork that i did at this time that's yeah. almost how personally that's almost how i feel about this show you know like we kind of came through it through through these exactly. times too so like yeah i feel you man i think it's a dope and i i like it I, i've listened to it like a couple times now so like Oh man, thank you. Nope, you I appreciate you got that. MDC on there, you know, like He's bringing dead, him back out of time. MDC is <laughs> clearly he is not. A clearly. phone call will get him back on. Yes, you know, no Chula, problem. Chula, if I send Chula the right be. text, <laughs> yeah, all I gotta do is be like, "Yo, Chua MD, sucks," and he'll be on MDC a track. No, he yeah, won't. listen, listen, Chua, Chua, you're talking to the wrong Chua. fucking person right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can get Chua. at at Matt Chua at Chua America on Instagram. <laughs> he does he does anything you want, like. Chua likes to underplay a lot, but honestly, Max. like when I when I heard Chua yeah. America, um, there was this one song. Chua, my my memory's uh, going blank right now. What's my favorite song on the album? Solitary. Um, solitary. So I remember hearing that song in the gym actually when he was putting me through the ringer. Um, you know, just trying to help me get back into shape, which I need to do again. Um, but you know, I remember hearing that in the gym oh, that was and the, that almost was un, unmixed mat, uh, file too. I showed you, bro. But honestly, I felt like crying in the gym because I, it just resonated with me so deeply. I was like, wow, wow. This is like an individual that like really knows himself and really doesn't care what anyone has to, has to think or say about it. And that rawness was just like so inspiring to me. So like, he likes to underplay a lot of stuff, but he knows Yo, like facts, I'm, facts, call yeah. I'm, I'm, Tell the truth. I'm calling him yeah. in the background like, Joe, Chua, what do you think about this? How, how would you attack this? You know, what, what what's your two cents? And like, you know, I'm super appreciative of um, his friendship over the years. Oh, that's oh, dope. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm have. not. But that's that's I what's hate, up. I hate you, so it's fine. I mean, Chu is a fucking punk ass bitch most of the time. He's <laughs> no, crying on his records all the time. No, I'm, I'm with you Jimmy. Know. I'm with Jimmy. No, I, I'm with I feel you like too. he's Chua, he's a great person. He's like one of the best people ever. Let's be real. 
I feel like Chua he downplays a himself a lot. And he's, you know, he's always been a dope artist. And some tracks I like, some tracks I don't like. I don't remember yeah. Chua America that well and that track that well. But in general, my man downplays himself a lot, which, which I prefer than people overplaying themselves, which seems to be rampant in today's uh, atmosphere for sure. Um, so this album you just put out, this project is EP, I'm sorry. Um, man, so like, I want to apologize on air while we're all here. <laughs> For what? <laughs> no, here we go. Wait, I think I know where he's going. I, 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 I want to apologize. Confessions from so, DJ Black Rabbit. So Jimmy, like, I don't even know, like eight months, seven months ago, he was like, yo, Rabbit, I need some scratches on this track. Oh, yeah. And I was like, and I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, of course. Like, you know, we, we go way back. Um, I never did it. In, in that time, I was just so Ooh, mentally... Uh, just like drained and like exhausted and depressed from what we've all been going through. And at that point was probably my lowest point in COVID, like mentally. Mm. And I was like, I can't do anything like creative wise. I'm just like, it's, it's not coming out. I was just super quiet on everything. I was just like, I wasn't talking to people, wasn't texting people, wasn't emailing people, wasn't calling people. So my fault. <laughs> uh well uh rain check i guess um, for sure for sure i'm yeah, back by the way so word, word, word. <laughs> um i i think as far as like the creative piece goes i think i've written some of my best stuff when i was at my lowest point mm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. you know but an, I, I, an, <laughs> another thing that i've learned along the way is that you have to uh as I mean, I know you're not a lyricist, you know, yours is more yeah. on the turntables and on the production side of things, but just allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to create trash helps you to get to oh, gold. For sure. For sure. Because that's such good stuff right there. Yeah. Like my yeah. first year when I actually did a lem- uh, this uh, project with, um, you know, uh, another artist, Erwin, um, that was like 2017. Um, and that was like when I first started like reconnecting with Chua after years and not seeing him since college. Um, I wrote like 130 songs that first year. Wow. Um, and I put out seven. So, <laughs> yeah, but those but are I, a fun seven. Just to, keep pumping to them out. With. And they'd be like, yo, all right, that's good. That's not that great. You know what I mean? Like, that's tough for me. That's tough for me to finish something that I feel is not good. It's hard for me to finish something. And that's the process that you need to go through a lot of the times. But for me, that's difficult because I'm like, if this is trash, I'm not motivated to finish it a lot of the times. And that's such, that's really, really, really good advice. Hope people are listening because. Yeah, man, that's good. Get, that is good. Yeah, get through trash, get the treasure for sure. Damn right. That's yeah. good advice for me because I feel like I put myself in that same kind of like, yeah, I'm not even going to put anything out because I'm not trying to put out. Oh, you don't got to put it out. You just got to make it yeah yeah but sometimes you do have to put it out i'm not gonna say that what? like you gotta what? put out no. everything but sometimes some of the songs that i really didn't feel were my best songs are some people's favorite songs and i'm word. like word that's awesome you know i i really feel like i have better songs but if that song resonates with you more cool you know that's yeah i remember i remember lemon lemon and lime man that was my first that was post after i 
had retired from music and that was my like first official like hands-on project behind the scenes i didn't produce anything but like i was the the the, the guiding force as you will the the, the you the, were the engineer you were definitely the the director of everything that was fun mm-hmm. i really i really enjoyed that i really loved being like not the focal point and actually being able to kind of guide all all of you guys to to do this and 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 execute like all these different points to really bring out that project to i think that's when you find i think that's when you actually got introduced to how my fucking ridiculousness in terms of creativity comes into play and how i focus primarily on like storytelling and and, and it, it all has to lead to somewhere and you're just, and the performance factor too yeah um, you, you know, you, you got def- a whole crash course. How how was that your first time around <laughs> dealing with? Um, it, it was definitely um, like trying to have a conversation with a freight train uh, <laughs> coming right at me. Um, trying <laughs> to reason with a freight train, um, I think is the best that. way. <laughs> best way I, I could. Um, but to be honest, like, um, you know, sometimes like I, I hate when people get around people that are like they're super fans. Like, I want to get around people that'll tell me this is super weak. You need to strengthen this. You need to perform this better. I think one of the greatest things that um, Chua taught me along the way was that um, you can perform with aggression and grit without being all rah-rah. It's just the disposition of your voice and, and your demeanor in the voice. And he would he would show me, like, look at me, I'm sitting down here. I'm not jumping around, but just listen to my voice. And he would perform a, a verse. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Because a lot of, a lot of times as an artist, you think aggression translates to volume, translates to being louder. Mm. And it's not always the case. And that's just one of the gems that I got from him. I mean, I, <laughs> we could spend the whole podcast talking about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it was definitely... Um, I feel like it was a necessary addition to my team, you know, an unofficial team to have Chua always in my corner and to be able to be like, sometimes you're so focused on the project and what you want to do that it's very, very beneficial to get an outsider's opinion looking in because they'll always give you something you never thought of. Um, And that's why I always like, I, I base my life around this all the time. It's like the power of the question is so overlooked. Like people don't ask enough questions. People just think, well, I, I know enough. Let me just run, you know, but one of my f- favorite things is when I heard, um, I think it was like Jay Balvin was like in a, in a, in an interview and he was talking about his relationship with Pharrell. And, you know, he said, he walked into the studio and said, Hey, what's up master. And he says, I'm not a master. He's like, you're not a master. Then, then what are you? He's like, I have been, I am, and I will forever be a student. Mm. And, and, th- and that's the attitude I've taken with everything. I think that's why Chu and I have worked together so well over the years, because I've never looked at myself as like, I know it all. I always look at myself as like, I always got more to learn. What you got for me? So... I'm yeah. just very, I'm, I'm very, I'm just, uh, uh, I guess from like a producer, uh, quote unquote, man, whatever the fuck you want to call me. I'm, I think it's awesome to see like the, the things that you have been able to learn 
and like really craft it to to your own person personal like take on things rather than just like oh you know i told you to do this i told you to do that and then it was like a copy and paste type of thing and then you didn't you didn't you didn't sound like me but you sounded like you and there was ways that you flipped it to where i didn't really expect certain things to go and i was like that was fucking fascinating i would have never actually attacked it like that (laughs) so it's cool man it's it's cool to see like the 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 growth uh with each project to be like ah i see what this motherfucker's doing (laughs) <laughs> i see what this motherfucker's doing so i just want to jump in really quick for our listeners out there they know each other very well uh prodigal knows mdc they go way back and MDC basically dead like, motherfucker he it's isn't Chua. all the way though Absolutely. i'm retired anyway it doesn't matter it's literally your initials so yeah but is it is it not featuring mdc or is it featuring matt chua oh no it's fe- featuring chua Chua. Okay, it's so, featuring Chua. I, yeah, my yeah. bad. All right, so MDC. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> RIP to the MDC. Yeah. Side let's make it, let's make it official right here. He's been dead since 2016, so. <laughs> That's a lie. Right. Well, go ahead. Continue. So basically, for our listeners, they dropped a single together. You know what I mean? Like, you guys dropped a single together off of your EP that just came out. Right. And right. that's what you're, you know, we're promoting your EP and just your whole catalog, obviously. Thank and you. like, it's 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 definitely it it's dope because i went back because i didn't hear you know when i heard you were coming on the show like i went back and listened to your whatever was on your spotify so mm-hmm. like there's a lot of cool tracks on there man like i will say like i like i don't it's hard i wish i, I should pull up the list in front of me but i don't have my yes, phone on me you but should i know i'm <laughs> under under prepared <laughs> but Mar- <laughs> you did a you did a track uh, one of your earlier tracks and the feature on there was obviously not Matt, but he was also dope. Like whoever, whatever uh, song that was. I, I know what song you're talking about. It's called um, Drippin'. It's yeah, um, I think with it, I, uh, Just Call Me DT. Shout out to Just Call Me DT. Um, he's from Florida, from Broward. <laughs> um, yeah, I met him on uh, on socials, man. Um, just connecting with artists what's awesome now is like all these indie artists are like very open to collabs Mm -hmm. because like nobody's really gunning for the record label route anymore nobody's really gunning for contract because yeah but also like the stigma behind like being signed you know at least if you're educated about the industry if you're not you might think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread but yeah um but now you know it's alone like now you mm-hmm. know like t-pain just i just saw something you know to t- on tiktok with t-pain on it like talking about the record industry he's like yo you get signed for 10 million dollars then you owe them 10 million dollars you know what i mean right. like so yeah you got 10 million dollars to put a record out but you owe them 10 million dollars like and they ain't just also- giving you money like and you don't own your music that's that's the part like i don't mind owing back money but how do I not own now, my own? The newer music? contracts, I'm sure you like, own so, your own music. That no, no. <laughs> they're no. still screwing You're people. Right. Like no. you still yeah. don't own your own music. Like that's so wild to me. Fighting, fighting for your masters has been a never-ending um, thing between Facts. executives and artists. I like it's, it's it. always, it's always a difficult thing because Good, you know you. it's the trade-off. It's like, hey, we're gonna put you in uh, a platform that. Y- 
will get you heard by millions and millions of more people than you can yep. do solo. Yep. But right. trade off is that's the hook. We get all of your shit, and there's not a fucking thing you can do about it. And then there are some artists who are just you know you can look at it and be like, you know what? Mm, that's actually not a bad trade-off. And then we'll take the deal. And then some, you know, will be like, well, if, if I have this much of a following on my own, and I think that's where it really comes down to, like, are you in a position to turn down a record label? Cause if you, if you're not, you always are. Uh, you always, I mean, you always I, I, I mean, that's, that's an, indiv- that's an individual thing in itself. You always some people, choice. you do, you do. But I'm just saying like, there are some people who might just be like, I don't know. A trade off actually might sound like a good deal. And you, you $10 million that. sounds like a good deal to everybody. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah but there's always strings attached. You always, know, I, always. I feel like for me, if I were ever to like collaborate with uh, a big company with influence, it would be like on a distribution side only, yeah. like exclusively like getting me into different channels. But I would still have to have all the rights. And, it, you know, there's so many artists that like, um, I think he's from Arizona. There's an artist called Joey Vantes that like has skyrocketed like to the point where like when his stuff drops, it's like already hitting like a hundred thousand streams the first day and he owns everything. He makes his own beats. He, he sings his own hooks. He raps. I mean, sometimes very, very seldom does he do features, but it's, it's a model that a lot of people should follow, especially if you believe in your talent. Yeah, for sure. And you, the thing is now you don't need the record industry. It, it could be, they could definitely help you out a lot. Like, I'm not going to like downplay like their ability, what they can do and their connections, but yeah. you don't have to go that route, which is so beautiful. Like sometimes well, now it's a you're- little too open at times. Cause I feel like anybody can get in, which I think is a good thing, but you know, that lets in a lot more maybe people who don't try as hard and things like that, but I'd rather it be that way than there be one gate and one gate holder that can, you know, say you shall not pass and your music will never be heard again. And that was the sixties, the seventies. That's an an antiquated strategy. Yep. Very antiquated. Well, now it's the record stores open for everybody. You know what I mean? Like FYE carries everybody's music now because now it's called Spotify. You know, you pay for Spotify. Right. That opens the doors to any music that they have. You know what I mean? Like, so you can't have like a, a really like a, you can't have a CD shop now. It is too antiquated. You know, yep. like you don't mm-hmm. put out music like that anymore. The way we put out music now is like, and entertainment in general, like our Spotify, you know, like we're on Spotify with this podcast and we're opening ourselves to the world. You know what I mean? Like if you're taking yourself away from those channels, what are you even trying for? You know, yeah. like all you go, you know, like, uh, Jimmy, <laughs> Mad uh, Libs on Spotify. Come on. Or yeah. Prodigal. <laughs> if, if any of y'all here right now, you hear us either say Jimmy or Prodigal, it's the same fucking person. Yeah, um, Prodigal is just my artist name. Jimmy it's is like my, saying MDC. My bar- it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, I'm telling you, man. You it's are like lucky Ray you are and DJ on the Black opposite Rapid. end of the fucking country. <laughs> L- so Listen, I let go of the end of the fucking country. No one stops him but himself. That's all. It <laughs> but was. um, that's why we like to poke fun at him so much. Do you do you do you feel like it's almost a catch twenty two with because we keep we keep skating on this issue? It's it 
of everybody being allowed to have the ability to get on, but now also now everybody's allowed to be on and get on. Do you, is it, is it like a catch 22? Um, I think that it, it helps or hinders you as an artist. No, because I think that the people that are meant to be heard, um, and the people that aren't will filter themselves out anyway. Elaborate. Because um, I'll give you an example. There's people that put out 150 songs a year and, you know, they say content is king and they might get to 100,000 streams, you know, maybe like 100 streams a song, um, but they don't have a real following. But then you have people that, you know, actually have something to say that are actually being heard. Um, and I think that, um, you know, everybody gets, I think everyone deserves a shot, uh, an opportunity to take that shot, whether or not everyone should is a whole nother conversation. Um, but that goes back to having yes men around you versus people that are authentic and real with you mm. that can tell you this is garbage <laughs> or, you know, this needs some work or this is the one, um, you know, and and then when you have conversations with people that can be brutally honest with you and tell you this is the one, then you can start to say, OK, I'm going to put money behind this, because when you start to put money behind things, that's when you really start to take off. Um, so, yeah, I mean, everyone, I, I don't really see it as something that hinders my growth because, you know, I know what I'm meant to do and I know that, you know, I'm called to this. So, I don't really focus on other people that might not be as experienced to put it kindly. <laughs> uh, 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 That's a great, yeah. Um, I want to actually elaborate on something. You might've already answered this, but I want to, I want to almost get clarification. You said sure. content is king. Mm -hmm. What? So, so when you don't have a following, you can't pull a J Cole. You can't announce an album two days prior and expect it to go platinum the day it drops. Mm -hmm. So, so when you are um, in the in the journey of building that cult following, content is king because they love your stuff, but you need to keep feeding your audience so that they keep wanting more, and then you start to you give them like an appetite for your content, um, and then. Yeah. Now we talk about any content or substantial content because I may or may not be able to fight with you on this right now. Oh, let's get into <laughs> this. Um, wait, say that one more time. I said, are we talking about any type of random content? Or are we talking about substantial content? Because depending on how this answers, I may fight with you on this. No, I'm talking substantial content. Like obviously, once you get uh, to a certain level of experience, um, you recognize right away, like, hmm, this hook is not stuck in my head when I sing it. But then there are some times where you, you sing a song and you're like, I, I can't get this out of my head. Like, um, okay. So the only reason why I wanted a further explanation is because I'll tell you, I'll, I'll do this. Right. And mm -hmm. this might be the only time where I toot my own horn. And it's always here been we like, go. <laughs> my content is fucking nice, but yet two of my okay. co-hosts, can't even remember 
fucking chew America, and I put my heart and soul into that. So I didn't maybe say that I couldn't something. remember it. I didn't maybe say I couldn't remember me, it. I remember Chew where... America. I downloaded it twice, man. Two different things. I name name songs. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> exactly. So now what? tell me again where if if I can't name, I can't name any songs off a of fucking instrumentals. I was like, about to say like name the finding structures albums. Like oh, that's some old cuts for me. <laughs> but still, but still, like if we're talking about substantial content, that's not like, even out. We're, we're talking about like there are songs on that where I was talking about mental health. I was exposing the shit of a of a pop song. No, I. I know that. I can actually I know, I know that I know that that was on the that record. I know the the vibe of the record. You know what but I mean? Like, and like, I know you I went barely... dark on like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to hear Chua's point before we go right, in on him. Yeah, you guys can go on. <laughs> this is this is open for interpretation because this is something that I would I would love to kind of get answered. He's not I'm wrong, dude. I don't as, know. That's a personal <laughs> example. Like, so that's substantial content that those are heavy subject matters that Mm-hmm. You know, I I threw to the fucking wind and I more or less personalized and everybody, you know, might have said that's their favorite song, but it definitely didn't do enough to do what it was supposed to. So if content is king and substantial subject matter is going to outshine everything, then in in that in that argument, why am I still a super low tier or was one keyword? My friend I was super low low tier artist one keyword go ahead consistency you have ah. to consistently put out stuff that matters and the thing is in this world the minute you stop for like a week or two weeks you're yesterday's news so that's, that's looking not only now. does it need to be like decent and i don't even think actually i'm gonna go kind of against what you're saying i don't think everything needs to be like top tier content. Sometimes it can be mm-hmm. a funny meme that has to do with you and you mm-hmm. hear that, you know, and that, you know, and that keeps you on top of mind in, in front of people. And then yeah. you back that up with five pieces of content that are about what you're doing and what you're putting out. But mm-hmm. I think Chua, like if we're gonna use you as a example. Yes, because I'm not in it. So I'm it. I'm to be honest, I'm upset with you stopping music because I know you have the ability to do it. I just think you got caught up Same. in not seeing the numbers reflecting the amount of work you're putting in, which mm-hmm. is completely and utterly understandable. Um, but you just have to like dig through that consistency part and just putting out stuff, even when the numbers don't reflect the amount of work that you're putting in at that That's moment. Fun. Yeah, um, but if we're talking about consistency, every yeah. two fucking years yep. and random ass singles here and there because I, yep. I know j-rod was like why don't i ever do singles but he was talking about kind of old like the, the 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 newer era of when i was just chua but all right let's let's harken back to the mdc days and everything else like that every two years and random ass individual things i was consistent with shit and even still well, however you want to kind of chalk it up to maybe the subject matter was not didn't have as much of a serious tone as as true america did but it did have the 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 storytelling it did have some substantial subject matter for sure consistency was there so what are we like so i'd like to chime in on this please please yes let's do this I'd, i'd like to chime in on this because honestly numbers don't necessarily reflect impact Mm. They they really don't because when you said I'll be fine, I promise, mm-hmm. bro. 
Like that shook me to the core in that song. Like I'll never forget where I was when I heard that song. So I don't necessarily value success as like getting to a million streams or, you know, having the accolades of being able to rent out Madison square garden for a venue or something. It's more, it's more so like, I think to America, in my opinion, this is my opinion as an outsider is that to America was more for you than it was for anybody else. Because I felt like there was a healing that was taking place as I was listening to that album. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I was obviously talking to you outside of that about life stuff. Yeah. So, so I think that, bro, there are some, I, I was actually hearing, um, I forget, it was a different podcast, but I was hearing something along the lines about this um, wrestler, very famous wrestler that had, um, you know, struggled with, with suicidal thoughts and depression. And he was, he starts to tell this story about this guy that literally had the news ready, had like, you know, er everything was ready to go for him to go. Mm -hmm. But he saw on TV, this ladder match, you know, those matches where you had to get onto the ladder and jump off. Right. Yeah. And, and, and um, he jumped off, he, he body slammed the dude, and they cut to commercial. And then he had to wait until the next continuation to find out. So he actually postponed his wow. suicide because wow. he cared so much about what was going to happen next. And in that moment, he realized, I care about something. And he didn't, he didn't go through with it. Wow. And he shared that with the wrestler. So when I hear I'll be fine, I promise that's one lyric. That's one bar in your song. Like that could have that same level of impact. You never know who's listening. And that's the beauty part. And that's the name of 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 your podcast. podcast. (laughs) You never you never know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Honestly, like that's why. I know like regardless of the numbers, regardless of the, the, the influence, it's, it's all about the, the intention and the impact once it's let go of. So, yeah. you know, for me, the impact was Chua is a self-aware person that knows the direction that he wants to go in. And it's someone that I inspire to, to be like, so that's, that was the impact you had on me. So I, I wouldn't necessarily, it, it gets dangerous when people start to look at the views and like every day they're refreshing Spotify for artists and like their iTunes numbers, like, because then you're, you're sacrificing your, your, the actual reason you were doing something to begin with for the sake of numbers. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah see, this, this is what I wanted to get to. This is why I wanted to use me as an example. Look at all the fucking content right here, boy. Hey. <laughs> so what, when you were doing music, what was your goal? Who are you asking? Uh, Chua. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah. Chua. Who are we interviewing? <laughs> Who are we interviewing here? <laughs> nah, Chua, we're talking Back about you. you. You yeah, we were talking about you. Talking about you. I was uh, using this as we an got example. Jimmy. We got Jimmy yeah. as like a deep, deep cut knowledge on yes. Chua. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't even know. How much like deep knowledge he has and appreciation he has for you. 
He's nah, fanboying out over you right now. No, I, you this. I was, I I was you using this as an example. I'm playing, I'm playing, but, I'm playing. I mean, <laughs> what was your goal when you were making music? Um, I, those were two different worlds. So in an MDC phase era, it was to be oh, the fucking rich and famous and all this other bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, then. Oh yeah, I mean, most people get into music to get rich and famous, yeah. and you know, live that lifestyle. You know, like I think when I no, you can't. The, when I switched to the uh, the True America uh, album, and when I switched names, because there was, you know, I keep talking about this when when it gets discussed. There were like a few different versions of that album. There's a lot of songs that will never be released, and it was from it teeter tottered on certain things. And once I finally, you know was was very dead set on the direction that people hear now it was like i don't i don't give a fuck anymore and it was funny to reflect on this and again that's why i was like let's use this as an example because i wanted to hear the same thing that you know why i did to america but i just inevitably stopped because i i it just wasn't i wasn't in it anymore like i wasn't in the way that like in the way that in, in the acting and stuff that I'm doing now, like the, it, it just eventually tapered off, but it was like, I'm doing this. I want to do this because I wanted to bring a finality to it. I wanted to do this because this is what I want to say. I'm not writing songs for people. I'm not crafting everything because I want to get whatever, you know, I wanted to put this out to say my final piece and you all can suck my dick. <laughs> on whatever you 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 thought yep. of and that that's what came out of it and again it was it was it was great for its time and after a while like again i gave that away for free before i finally put it out on dsps because it, it didn't really make a fucking difference to me and then mm -hmm. i was like i'm i'm content i'm content I'm cool with this. And then I, I ventured off into the new world that I'm in now. So I, but again, it's, I'm not, I'm not bitter at everything that happened. I just wanted to use that as like those things as an example, because there might be people who actually might feel like they have a lot to bring to the table. And what if there is an artist sort of like me who is in that position where they feel they keep bringing out content and content and content. And it's, like they don't hit the numbers and i'm glad rabbit chimed in and said it is about the consistency i'm glad you right. touched on the fact that it's you know it doesn't necessarily mean on the numbers you know and that was something mm -hmm. that i hit really 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 late in my stride and it's it was a cool learning experience and you know by that time it was like there's yeah i'm i'm cool i'm cool and this, this isn't my I'm not as passionate about it. I love it. I still, I still love it. It's fun to create shit, but not, not that world. I'm good on that. Um, I kind of want to take a little bit of a detour. I got a question for Jimmy. Um, uh, he, he said you, you were saying that you, you found this music in general to be a calling for yourself. And I kind of wanted to talk about how it is to bring faith into music in a world that a lot of times doesn't want to hear about that in the hip hop yeah. culture, like yes. and how that has been going for you for sure. Um, honestly, I feel like it's been well received because yeah. um, I feel, you know, this very cliche statement, but it doesn't make it less true is if you don't believe in anything, you'll fall for everything. Mm. So, um, you know, 
I look at what I do in my craft as, you know, if you really want to go to scripture, like I'm a beacon of light in, in darkness. Um, but you know, some, some people they need to, it's like getting into a very cold pool. They need to start on the shallow end and, and work their way in. And not everybody's in the same place mentally, you know, spiritually, emotionally, all that, you know, situations and things like that. But I can only speak from my experience yeah. and, and, and what I have gone through. I, I know that I used to be a raging alcoholic and uh, college had a lot to do with that. And it didn't stop at college, you know, definitely was drinking and driving and blackout drunk many a time, sometimes four or five days a week. And I realized that I was going to either end up dead or in jail or both. Um, so, you know, coming back into my faith about nine years ago, um, because I, you know, I always had my belief, but I never was really like, you know, living out what I believed. Um, I, I think that people will always take, they'll take you, especially from an artist's point of view, they'll take you uh, everything with a grain of salt. Because think about an album that like has two or three like really solid songs and then the rest are just filler. But then there's some albums that it's like, you have to listen to it all the way through from beginning to end. Um, so my, my hope with people is... I mean, yes, I want people to get to know my, my God, my living God. You know, I, I will say it here on live television, you know, whatever this is, you know, yeah. it, uh, that Jesus is my savior. And I'm not ashamed to say that. Um, but some people just need to know that it's OK not being OK. Some people need to know that, you know, you're, you know, like NF is a really good example of that like, um, you know, I don't know if you guys know who NF is, but no. he's yeah. a, a, a really he's a really huge artist signed to like put it to you like this. He put out a video and an hour later he was at a half a million views yeah, because wild. of how huge his following is. But, um, you know, he said there's one of his lines. He says um, pain isn't something that you heal or pain isn't something that you heal inside of liquor stores. Like, that's not something like boldly Christian or boldly like yeah. religious. It's just, it, it's human. It's, it's humanity. And I feel like people resonate with my music um, for those that do resonate with it because they can feel the humanity in what I'm saying. It's, it's not so much I'm pushing a Christian agenda. I, I happen to be a Christian and yeah. those are my, my beliefs. But at the same yeah. time, I, I feel like there's certain people like, like, and I'll go back to it, you know, that I'll be fine. I promise line in solitary. Somebody needs to hear that. I know what it was to hear a song. Um, and it's actually the reason why I'm called prodigal. There was a song called come home by this um, old rapper from cross movement. I'm really dating myself now. Um, <laughs> his name's fanatic we're all old here. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, we got to talk um, about that. Cause I, I, I know a couple of dudes in cross movie, but we'll talk about so, it. So, so fanatic had this one song called, uh, come home. And it said, um, how long will the prodigal roam? How long before he comes home? How long before he stops chasing harm and keeps coming back to the father's arms? Son, come home, run, come home. And I remember I used to be smoking an L fried out my mind but i will be blasting that song in my ears like because i was really sad and i was trying to like 
you know, find clarity in and who I was as a person. But for five years, that song was like on my rotation. Yeah. And I remember I finally got to meet him in person um, at, at some random event out here. And I said, yo, can I talk to you for a second? He's like, yeah, what's up? And this was not a big concert. This was like in a small church with like maybe like 40, 50 people there. And he was just standing on the sidelines. And I was like, bro, I just want to let you know, like, I listened to Come Home for like five years straight. And my name, my rap name's Prodigal now because of that song. Like, I was able to give up like being an alcoholic. And dude just looked at me and was like, man, I just came out here to do a concert. But if I drove all the way out here just to hear you tell me that story, the trip was well worth it. Like he was floored because I was like, bro, that song was my only hope that things would get better. And then I took on the name prodigal because it's it just like, that's my story. You know, I grew up in church. My dad's a pastor. And then I went to college and like, I, you know, I'm not saying like college is like what a sin city, but you know, Oh, dude, Kutztown was. Where we all went. Kutztown definitely was. Like, except for Ray. We've talked about this in the past. Except for Ray, who just chilled with all of us. Like, those days were blacked out. Like, a lot of those days were blacked out. And then Mm -hmm. that's how you learned how to drink. Like, for me, I learned how to drink in college. So when I graduated from college, I was already a professional drinker. You know what I mean? Like, I could party with anybody. You know what I mean? Like, and just go in hard. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I was president of fraternity, man. So I I was probably throwing the parties you were blacked out at. You know what I'm saying? So probably. probably. Um, So honestly, like, um, yeah, that's kind of been my experience. Like, yeah, there are going to be some naysayers in the beginning. Like, yeah, but I know who you were. Yeah, but you don't know what I've been through to get to where I'm at now. And and then people take a listen and they're like, okay, you know, that that's, that's real. And, and, and I, I err on the side of authenticity. I, I, you know, it's cool to like, you know, I'm not downplaying people that rap about cars and bust downs on an Audemars and all that stuff. Like, honestly, some of that music is hot. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like in my car, it sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. But, but when I'm done listening to that song, I don't feel like m- the quality of my life or the direction of my mindset has improved in any way. So no. that's my calling is I, I feel like, you know, P- artists like NF, artists like um, J. Cole, artists like Logic, even though he hung up the jersey, um, they, they had like a mission. They, they, they had like this burden to s- talk about something real. And... You know, that's that's I think that's why I'm even on this interview, because, you know, Chua resonated with me on that on that side of things. And I felt like even though, you know, I don't I don't curse at all on my music because I want everyone to be able to hear it. You know, Chua doesn't necessarily do that, but Chua um, <laughs> Chua, Chua definitely respected me enough to, to take my craft seriously. So, um I know but this is like a long-winded answer to your question, but no, that's cool. um, that is completely fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I that, think it's uh, um, to, because of your subject matter, obviously, and I've I've known I've known you know we we've worked together for for many many of songs and many of projects, and I realize like how seriously like you take it and how you know how passionate you are about about everything that you put out. Um, I guess what I want to kind of also touch on is 
you know, as an artist, you you will have the people who will champion you, and then you will have people who won't understand and who will discredit you based off of everything that you do. And, you know, after a while, that takes a big fucking toll. How do you, how have you... Because, you know, again, as an artist, I'm pretty sure you've, you've been through that. How have you been able to maintain your level-headedness and what have you done to kind of not, not be a victim of that and push through what you've been able to produce out throughout mm-hmm. all these years? Um, it's very simple, actually. Um, what you focus on becomes your reality. Um, if, if you give that negativity and that discreditation, if you will, um, power, it will have power over you. But if, you, if you're focusing on the impact and the positive side of what, you, what it is that you're doing, I mean, look at Lecrae. I mean, Lecrae is huge yeah. and he gets hugely like crucified publicly all the time. No pun intended. Right, <laughs> right. But, <laughs> but, honest, but honestly, the fact that he could do songs with people like Ty Dolla Sign and John Legend, like, yep. is major. Um, and I, I've never, like, a lot of people will get online and, and be trolls and, like, just write paragraphs and paragraphs about how horrible you are. And they'll quote scriptures and all this stuff. But I, I always, you know, the scripture says, man, before you start talking about the speck in someone else's eye, take the log out of your own eye. Yep. Um, and a lot of times people want to point the finger because they don't like their own lives. And that's not my problem. If, if, if you get your jollies like discrediting me and, you know, tearing me down, cool, man, I'm, I'm really going to forget about you. Like the moment that conversation ends, like, and I'll probably end up praying for you because I'll be like, I don't know what they're going through, but they're going through something. And, you know, maybe I'll write a song about it, you know, and it's not going to be a be- it's not going to be a beef song. It's just going to be, you know, another song like like the, the video smile, like I, in, in the in the chorus, I say, you know, I'm a smile when they don't. I'm a smile when they don't. I know. You know I know <laughs> I, I, I did that intentionally because a lot of people will not be happy with your success especially when you get to a level of success that they only could dream about. And I'm not saying I'm there yet, but, you know, I'm ready for that onslaught um, because one, I know who my God is. And and two, I only keep a couple of people in my circle. I I don't just because you say you like my music does not mean we're best friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, wait, we're not, we're not best friends. <laughs> I, I, I was looking I at you when I said I, it. Well, Matt, I know. I was, I was like, looking at you. I was like, I thought we were best friends. I was like, I need more lights like this in my life. And you're about to blow up. Kick me some money. <laughs> no, no. I was what's um, up, though, bro. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So she was like, not getting any money from me when I blow up either. So Let's you might have to be spotting hit some want cash. Your damn money. <laughs> Let's hit them questions. <laughs> um, okay. So are we going to wait? Are we going to um, mm-hmm. hit them with the soundboard? Heard, heard that? Oh, wait, what'd you say? Uh, heard that. All right. So we are on our segment <laughs> where we hit our. Yeah. Our, uh, 
our lovely guest with random questions that we put in at pre-production and they get to choose uh 10 random questions that we have assorted out so the pain is on them so he does not know these questions that i'm about to ask do you jimmy nope i just picked a bunch of numbers and i'm hoping for the best (laughs) let's see all right so again, we're going to just do this and uh, yeah, however you answer it is how you answer it. So let's see. Cool. Question number one. What should everyone experience in their lifetime? Hmm. I think you got to experience some birria tacos. Those are <laughs> life-changing. <laughs> I, I just got... I just got back from a trip from San Francisco and had those for the first time. I'm Black glad Rabbit. you said they're on the West Coast because if you said some East Coast tacos, I was about to be no, upset. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I was out in San Francisco this past weekend um, and I had birria tacos for the first time and I was like, oh my God. Word. Why? Word. Why have I waited so long in my life to it's try a different food group out here. so divine? It's like, a different food group here. Woo! I no, don't even know no, nothing about that. I know nothing listen, about. Li- listen, food in Cali period mm. is a whole nother galaxy of food. Like, it really is. I I cannot stress that enough. Like every single meal, I had Filipino breakfast. Yep. I had the imperial tacos for lunch. Yep. I had um. I had Mediterranean food for dinner. Oh my, every oh, I'm single. Glad, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself with food. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Everyone I did. should enjoy themselves by eating everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but birria tacos. Before uh, you die, you need to go out to Cali and get you some birria tacos. They will change your life. I uh, promise you. Heard that. All right. That. Um, question number two. Who or what was your first love? That was who or what? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not, I heard you. I think um, the first thing I truly like was fell in love with the first time I, I came into contact with it was skateboarding. Um, I was thinking the same thing. I, I, I got I picked I got my first skateboard when I was ten years old, and it, it you know those of us that we've all lived in Pennsylvania know how cold it is in December. Um, but I remember getting that skateboard and this was around the time that like Tony Hawk pro skater, like one first came out. So like the craze was already like right there. And to have a physical one in my hand, I was like, I got to ride this right now. And I went outside and it was like 20 degrees, but I didn't care. Cause I was like, this skateboard is everything. And like, and I've been skateboarding for like 21 years now. I absolutely love it. Uh, well, 22 now cause I'm turning Damn, yeah 32 so yeah, yeah 22 he can't remember he's like uh <laughs> yeah. yeah but but honestly yeah that was my my first real love for for something you know mm, heard that all right uh question number three name your biggest pet peeve when people are late mm-hmm. and that's not yeah you guys were late but i'm I'm not i'm not taking a shot at you guys i'm talking more so like if i made plan if i made plans with you to be somewhere physically 
and like you show up 20 minutes late like i just recognize that i don't really matter to you yep um unless unless you're giving me like a legitimate reason like you know somebody got injured or there was like uh, an emergency or something like i get that but um i'm a strong believer in that like um you make time for things that matter to you if you don't make time it doesn't matter Word. Take that. Mm. Heard that. All right. Uh, question number four. What left the biggest hole in your life? Mm. Some existential questions yeah, here. Jeez. Like- <laughs> he chose these. I did not. <laughs> he, he willingly wanted on, He wanted he this. this to himself. By choosing random numbers, he wanted to have a therapy session. He wanted it. <laughs> no, I told you, questions are nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think I wouldn't call it a hole as much as it left a scar okay. in my life, if that's fair. I will take that. Um, but <laughs> Heard it. I, w- I was in a relationship. I will not name this person um, out of respect for them, but I was in a relationship that I did not... Uh, value properly. And I definitely uh, cheated a lot. And um, I ended up ending the relationship because of all the guilt that I felt for all of the bad things that I did. And, um, you know, I wouldn't say it necessarily impacts my my current reality to the point where like, I can't function. I remember when it did impact me in that way, but it's been so long that um now that's why i call it a scar because it's not really a hole anymore it's already you know kind of healed up but the scar is still very present um so yeah i i I thought that by ending that relationship would like be my scapegoat to feeling better but i ended up going into like a three-month depression um where i was literally smoking maybe two to three blunts to myself, like a gram each a day. Like I I was broke all the time. I was choosing drugs over food. Um, You know, it it was an insane time. So yeah, that that probably at that time was the biggest hole. And now it's, you know, scar. Mm, Heard that. Uh, Let's see. Next question. App on your phone. You're always on. Uh, Recently, it's been Facebook. Um, but that's more so because of my online business. Um, I prefer Instagram um, so much more, um, but I feel that Facebook is where I am most. But if I had to pick my favorite, um, it's got to be a tie between YouTube and Instagram. Those are my two favorite apps. Mm. Heard that. Uh, Next question. Who would star in a movie about you? Oh, man. You? So they're playing me? Yeah, so they're playing you. Who would star in a movie about you? I mean, if I could do the casting. Oh, man. Um, wow, this is really tough. <laughs> Oh my nice god! These fucking questions. <laughs> oh my god! Um, man, 
man, I really, I'm really drawing a blank here. Hold on. Oh, I got, it. I, I got it. I got it. No, I got it. Oh, you uh, can answer, and then I'll give mine. I actually let. No, let's, give I me. Do you? No, no. This oh, you want to hear just, me? No, no, no. I want to hear right, yours. No, you first. go. Oh. You go. You go. All right. Hold on. I, I'm gonna pull up his name real quick. So actually, you go. Um, all right. So I think I think um, maybe a little bit younger Ben Affleck would be a would be a good you. Hmm. Ooh. I could kind of see that. Okay. Hmm. I could see. I could see that. Ben Affleck um, would have to be like maybe like 10, five, five to 10 years younger than he is now. Mm-hmm. De-aging is a thing now. That's oh, true. Mm-hmm. It is. It is true. Um, so I'm trying to pull Irishman, up. By the way, what? I'm ch- that was ty- terrible in the Irishman. The de-aging. I have yet to see it. Oh, yeah. Ugh. It's so weird. <laughs> <I haven't seen laughs> it. So weird. Yeah. So weird. So- Actually, I really like this dude's acting. I'm gonna actually just hold his picture up. His name is uh Rami Malik. Oh yeah, oh I love this dude. He grew a beard. For I sure. can see that. He I just grows a beard. I instantly and see that. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. He played Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. He he he, yeah. he was in that movie uh, not- Need Need for Speed. He <laughs> was in. Um, right. No, he, he's an incredible actor. I respect that. Um, if I had the budget and I, I get to pick whoever I want, that's who I'm picking. Or Rami Malik. Okay, good, heard good heard that. Um, next question. Where are we finished? At? What number? Um, one, two, three, four. He's got four left. All right, cool. here we go. Uh, question number six. Finish this sentence. Fill in the blank. I feel guilty for blank. Hmm. <laughs> I feel guilty for not taking my music serious sooner. Ooh. I definitely feel guilty for that. Um that. if I would have done that, like if I would have done what I did four years ago, maybe fifteen years. years ago, I, mm. I probably I probably would be in a much different space. Um, mm. but you know, you get distracted in life and that's, that's really a cop out. It's not an yeah. excuse, you know, but I don't know if I, it depends on life was very life. different 15 years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, I get that. But depends. I mean, if I knew like knowing what I know now, if I would have had that knowledge, you know, you feel a little so- real guilt about it though. You feel guilty about that. I do, I do, um, okay. because I know what I'm capable of now, and I know the power of a song now. I know the power of influence now. I know. Yeah, but I don't think you should feel guilty for knowing that now. You didn't know it then. You know what I mean? Maybe you- no, but I, I definitely, if you were like, and I'll revert to Black Rabbit on this because Rabbit actually recorded one of my songs that I produced in his dorm. Um, okay. I think was, the song was called In Your Eyes and it had like this Ooh. it had this really Ooh. cool Ooh. synth. You remember that? Yeah, it was like yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah, know exactly yeah, cuz yeah, he was yeah. in the room. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> and and I remember how much like positive feedback I got from hundreds of people and I was like and this was when YouTube and Facebook were brand new. And I'm like, yeah. "Man, I kicked myself in the butt all the time like I'm like, "Man, if we would have just like focused all our attention to like Facebook and YouTube when it was brand new, like 
right. We would be Bieber famous right now. Yes. You know what I mean? You also like, could have bought Bitcoin back then, too. You know, what I, mean? uh, yeah. <laughs> I never Everything. heard of Bitcoin then. Uh, dude, nope. that's that 50 cent money, you know, because he put out like an album around that time where you could buy it in Bitcoin and people actually did because it was like worth nothing. I had no idea. About so that. then out of nowhere, 50 cent was like, oh, like, oh, I own like 50 Bitcoin. They're like, yo, that's like a lot now. You know, yep. yeah, something yeah. crazy. Yeah, they're like yeah. 45 K, 45 to 50 K each now. So like, yeah. that's yeah, that's a lot. Someone, of it's a lot. Yeah. All right. My bad. <laughs> All right. You're let's good. see. Um, what do you call it? It's actually fifty five thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars and three cents. It's worth at the moment. Time, times 50 you're like what what is that like 2.5 or is that 25 m's don't know that's a lot uh <laughs> <laughs> exactly well, that's a lot uh let's see um the question heard that number, yeah heard that <laughs> number eight what would you like your last words to ever be I really like J Rod's answer to this. Well, he can fuck off. <laughs> J Rod can fuck off. I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like uh, but, that. But not in a condescending way. It's like, uh, <laughs> That's I, how I, feel I took like, it. I was like, yeah, I told you so. <laughs> yeah, uh, how can you not say it, condescending? <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you so. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah no, uh, we'll go with condescending. No, I can see that not being condescending. I be told like, you so. It's you know, kinda... I told you. Say like, it I in told an uncondescending you. manner. <laughs> go ahead. You can't. Try all that. <laughs> um, I told you so? No, now you're making it a question. <laughs> Yeah, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> you're you're killing like, my argument right now, Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> you say it then. Say you it say in it. an uncondescending tone. That that's the trick. Can anybody do it? I told you so. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not working. All right. Well, your turn. Go ahead. Will. I told you. So. Nope. Nope. Sad? I don't think it's possible. <laughs> I, don't I don't think so. Right. Well, my last condescending will be phrase. very condescending, I guess. Ah, but, it's okay. <laughs> we're, going, we're going out on top, baby. I don't think it's that <laughs> negative, that's, that's though. Fine. I don't think it's that negative. No, no. But I, th I, think, it, I, just think, it's, I just think it's funny because I think it's one of those phrases where I don't think you can't say it without it being like, you're, have, a, have, right. a, have a negative connotation to it. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Heard Question. That. Heard that. Question number nine. <laughs> What is your go-to karaoke song? I hate karaoke. All right. If you had one, what would you actually want to sing in all confidence? Yeah, don't say you've never or done karaoke in your life. No, it's not I that I never have. I just hate I all right, so what's a song that, that if you have so to I, do it. If I had to pick a song, you're a lyricist. You go to I'm one sure where you would be like, like, yo, I will murder this song and everyone will love it. Mmm. Well, this is a song that I encourage all of you to go back and listen to because it is so ridiculously beneficial for your life. And I, I pretty much know all the words. It's called uh, Remember This by NF. I, I love that song. Love that song. Uh, I cannot. So you're one of those karaoke. You'd be a karaoke rapper. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a rapper by nature. Like, 
I'm not gonna be up there trying to sing yeah, yeah, Selena yeah. or something like. Man, bitty, bitty, I'll bomb sing bomb. Selena, man. Fuck, I'll do that. I'll, <laughs> I'll do that shit. Well, let's be real here. You're not singing with Selena and karaoke. Uh, <laughs> you're right. I will actually sing. Uh, <laughs> that's not my question. Okay, heard that. Um, <laughs> heard that. Heard that. And finally, what is one thing you have always been known for? I think for being social, for being like a social butterfly, I think that's okay. something I, I, I've always been known for is that I can literally strike up a conversation with somebody in the line at the grocery store and actually have a good conversation. Um, so I think that's something I've, I've been known for because, I don't know, I've, I've always had the gift of gab. Obviously, you don't just write 130 songs your first year taking music seriously if you don't have a lot of words <laughs> so um heard that but big big but, facts yeah and, and honestly I, th I think that it's one of my greatest assets like a lot of people they they gravitate towards people that genuinely take an interest in them so um yeah i think i'm 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 almost always known for that hey well there you go he has finished heard that Heard that. We all just heard that. Uh, a couple quick questions as you were answering. Are we ever going to hear you produce again? Yes. Yes, you will. Because I have, I'm actually on it right now. My iPad Pro um, has the iMachine 2 oh, uh, yeah, software yeah. on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it is butter. It, is, it really then, is. It really. And is. then you then you mix that with Chompler, and you mix that with GarageBand, and mm, 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 mm. I actually, you'll hear it here first. I already have some beats that are produced in in my archive. I just haven't written to my own stuff because full disclaimer, I, and it's not because it was easy. Uh, I'm, I'm prefacing what I'm about to say. I, it's not because it was easy, but I you do use YouTube beats for my songs um, up until this point, just because I wanted to I focus was gonna on ask. I was going to ask yeah. a little bit more about the production side, because that's like I don't rap. I come from like the rock side of life. You know what I mean? Like grew up playing drums, you know, like it's all been kind of analog production for me. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, I'm a huge hip hop like more old school hip hop dude at the same time. So like for me, it's always production first. Like I don't give mm -hmm. a shit about rappers for the most part. It's always like yeah. production, production. I didn't start listening to lyrics till like later on in the game, you know, coming mm -hmm. from a rhythm side. You heard that? So, he doesn't give a fuck about rappers. What are you going to do about it? Well, it's not that it's clearly not. It's <laughs> definitely not that it's just like it's a different art form. Totally. You know, you're appreciating yeah. Yeah. words in every second. I my wife is a singer songwriter her approach was also more lyrically like going in that direction. Like mine was always beats. So yeah, like when I hear I, your stuff, I used to be the I'm like, opposite. I wonder, I wonder, Go ahead, I'm sorry. Did your production though? Like, yeah. So, you so, so I used to be the opposite once, you know, and rabbit and Chua knew this about me way back. Like I used to want to be the next Kanye West. Like I like, like I, you all. would walk, you would walk into my room and it was my laptop, my my 24 key MIDI keyboard and my my sub and my two little speakers. And that was life. That was yeah. everything, bro. I had so many beats on there. 
And I got away from it. But then when I got back into music, I realized I want to make the biggest impact, not get the most numbers, but the biggest impact. And I've recognized quickly that I could not do every single part of the the package. Mm-hmm. I had to be able to not necessarily, well, yes, delegate certain responsibilities to certain people because you can't be like, yes, there are some people that are anomalies and they're just amazing at everything. They can produce, they can yeah. uh, mix, master, shoot their own videos, do their own promos. But I don't want to be that person. I want to be the yeah. like, so that's why I spent like the last four years really just doing um, lyrics. And I would, I would literally sit down. So here's my production process to answer your question. Um, I would sit down for maybe an hour and a half to two hours and listening to these horrible beats until I found one that was like, mm, mm, mm. that is some good drums. That is good production. Whether or not that person that made that beat intended for me to write over it is not my problem. You have yeah. a beat store for a reason. Yeah. You're leasing this out for a reason. Or maybe you're putting it out for free. But you're going to help me tell my story. Yeah. And I, and actually, I, I let the beat usually decide what direction I want to go in. Um, sometimes I have an idea of what kind of a song I want to write, but honestly, it usually doesn't come together until I hear the beat anyway. Yeah. Ah, so you that don't, you don't write first, you listen first, then you. Write. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. I pull, I pull from the energy of like the beats, like, like let's get it. You know, that song on my, on my new EP quarantine qualms, like let's get it was like, that's how I felt when I heard the beat. I was like, man, let's get it. Like, and then I started both of my verses, like, let's get it, let's get it. And, and it's just like, that's how I felt when I heard the beat. So, um, you know, you, you could go very, um, like, opposite to a beat. And if it's a happy beat, write about something sad. But, like, un- unless you're very skilled or experienced at what you're doing, it can kind of just, like, become white noise. So. Yeah. You have Thank you for deep beats. diving on that a little bit word i i that's like a different process you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like coming from that yeah you have any of your old uh beats still (laughs) oh man god i i wish but that toshiba laptop r.i.p that that (laughs) laptop was listen listen i I love beats so much (laughs) when i used to make beats this toshiba laptop had the biggest spider web of cracks on the screen. <laughs> and I, uh, this is not a lie. I would literally take the program. I was using reason propeller head three at the time. If you reason. can believe it, reason 3.0. And I would literally minimize the screen and put it on the one good part <laughs> of the screen just so I could bang it out. Oh, That's yeah. how much I used to love beats. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then Good I time, then I discovered man. and then I discovered the <laughs> HDMI cable and my television. I was yes, like, sir. "Oh my god, I can see yeah. again!" <laughs> I remember that day. I, I'm I'm literally living that life right now. Like I'm I'm on my MacBook Pro and my MacBook Pro, my dog knocked off a table and broke the screen. So now I have another screen here. So at least it's like broken enough on the left that I can minimize. And then I have a I bought like 
a hundred dollar monitor. You know what I mean? And like, it just, it looks like pro because nah. I got two screens, but it's actually nah, the I'll, opposite. I've always been a huge computer nerd. All my computers been yep. nice, built from scratch oh, since day must one. Must be nice. Because <laughs> I'm a big, no, it's because I'm, yeah. I'm a big nerd. <laughs> That's all it is. Trust me, yeah. I have a very, very good case on my iPad now. So ain't nothing, nothing happens <laughs> like my iPad now. Do you have a favorite track on Quarantine Qualms? Or one that really... Like, or that you think everyone should check? I mean, you are dropping like vid music videos from that EP. Well, so. I, just drop, I just dropped one on Friday. Smile. Um, for Smile, yeah. I am I upset have... you didn't include the intro to that on the video. Um, yeah, but I, I... You know what? Sometimes the auditory experience is better than the visual um, or actually not better. I would say different. So mm. when, when you're going into it, like listening to it, the very first thing you hear is the intro and it's all just yeah. compilation of all the, the news and the mass hysteria about the pandemic so you're already getting programmed to what you're about to listen no, to. No, no, no. I meant, I meant the, I meant the intro to smile. You yeah. went right into the thing. Like you didn't have that smile. Yeah. I was so yeah. upset that was cut. I was like, son of a bitch. Why yeah. wasn't that on there? Yeah. Well, I mean, and so this is a lot of actually a lot of issues. Um, long and short of it, I don't have the rights for that beat. Um, someone else actually purchased the exclusive rights on that beat so i can't oh, even son I, of a bitch. yeah so i can't even monetize it but um that's why I'm production not, is such a thing man you know no, what i mean I that's know. why i always ask I, yeah. about production because it's like not only am i coming from that side it's like well now you got to kind of be worried about it a little bit right like yeah anytime yeah. you take somebody else's beat like you're we said he was licensed. Yeah, man. but I but he that. still didn't matter. Like, why did? No, he said somebody purchased the, the, the exclusive rights. rights. Yeah, they they purchased yeah. exclusive. So once that happens, yeah, you can. That's why they put it out for free because it's used for non promotional use only. So um, yeah. or non profit. I'm sorry, non profit use. Um, so and, and I'm okay with that because honestly, like this project wasn't really like I'm gonna take off with this even yeah. though like if it does awesome but you know if it doesn't like that wasn't really the goal anyway it was more just to have like something something to look back on um so yeah i like, I, that, I, like a sorry go ahead. Like a little time no go ahead no go i was saying I, I always i appreciated your approach i was telling you that earlier you know what i mean like that that's kind of the vibe of why you made this project to begin with was more to make it as a time marker of like, mm -hmm. this is what was going on. And yep. like, hopefully, you know, we mm -hmm. all have hope that like we get vaccinated or whatever we need to do to get out of this situation that we're in right now. And once we get some kind of normalcy back, you will be able to look back and be like, all right, like I have this EP that I put out that your kids will listen to or something. You know what I mean? Right. And, and you know, it's crazy. I was fearful because this project was recorded last year like in the, in the summer and it wasn't released until, uh, I don't know, like two, three weeks ago. I, for, mm -hmm. I forget what, what was the release date, but Last week. I was so, I was so scared. It wasn't going to be relevant. Like when I dropped it and thankfully 
It's very relevant, bro. <laughs> it's very, <laughs> very re relevant. I yeah, just still extremely some, relevant. Still very, very present. So I'm like, awesome. You know, and, you know, I, I think that the fact that COVID was the main theme was really just what makes it universal. Like, you know, and that wasn't the intention either. It was just, this is what was going on in my world throughout all this. So picking a favorite song, honestly, um, I didn't forget your question, Chua. Um, I did. Mm, <laughs> I honestly, um, just because of the nostalgia of it, let's get it, um, brings me back to a better day in hip hop. Um, I, I really, really, really love um although i very 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 much love um the song that i've done with chua if if we're going for like the the overall feeling um because i i, I just all the references are for people like us our age that grew up in our our era of music so when you hear it it's just like oh i remember that mm-hmm yep mm-hmm yep like so it, it's and then, then the beat is just fire. So it's just, I, I'm a little disappointed. You know, it's ironic. Um, I was supposed to shoot a music video for that song. And guess what messed it up? COVID. Of COVID. Of course. COVID. We've already discussed this off air, way off air, how you could have done it. I know. I know, but um, I'm already okay with what what I have. I mean, okay. I still it's still a possibility. I'm not gonna sh I'm not gonna shut that door. I still mm -hmm. have another video release to happen. Which can I say it or can I not say it? Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> here we go with you. BS. Say it, not say it. All that shit. Edit <laughs> it out later. Kind of bullshit. <laughs> I, I do this. I don't release what, that. I what, can do what this. Comes this out. is me, dog. It's can I say who's in it? Is what I'm asking. Matt, you was in it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, he's already on the project, so it's like it's not like it's a secret. Yeah. But, but it's honestly, not like you couldn't guess by everything we were just. Yeah. Saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder who it is. It's Matt Chua. Duh. Like, <laughs> sorry. Yes. But good, honestly, Matt. I'm glad you're back. You know? no. Honestly, that that, that video Never might left, change. Motherfucker. <laughs> that video might change my mind about what my favorite song is because that song has a full package. Just ask Matt to do backflips. Just like, yo, we're doing a music video. No, Matt tell Chua him he does can't backflips. do backflips. Oh, you, yeah. You guys <laughs> we are, don't want any you guys, backflips in this. <laughs> you guys you aren't can't even do ready. Anymore. I'll do backflips. Oh, I'll do backflips. <laughs> you guys aren't ready for this side of Chua. I'm telling you. You guys aren't ready for it. It's <laughs> like to, to be able to bring in both worlds of like music and his acting into one one place is really awesome. It's really awesome. And it <laughs> word i can't uh, wait to see this yeah i have a personal question honestly and i've <laughs> this has been racking my brain ever since dude out of out of everybody that you've known why mm -hmm. the fuck would you ask me for the feature and not the amount of active people to to fill that uh uh guest spot i've always inquired about that you you mean on this project or just yeah, like yeah 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 not in general because obviously I was I was semi active back then I'm talking about now like I was dead ass out and why and with the amount of talented people that you've worked with like 
you know it was because of the vision i had for the song oh. um the, the vision i had for the song and um what well the song's called labyrinth um and it's all about you know your mind being a labyrinth and i felt like chua oh, is here we go here comes some bullshit <laughs> She was no, the man, ultimate I'll, mind labyrinth, dude. No, no, no. I just, I, I think that Chu is just the type of person that knows, or I think this is just like normal for him that he just thinks very left field about like how he's going to do stuff. Um, and I needed that for that song because that song takes you through a journey of like the positive side and trying to be like, hopeful throughout all of the pandemic like and and seeing the good and then in, in comes chua and he's like this sucks what are you talking about and like just yeah. you know just barrels through and like you know it gets to a point where like you know we talked about in the studio it's like yo you you got to go off the rails with this performance like you know and and he over delivered man like honestly so um Long story short, our history together, um, especially in the past four years, um, your ability, you know, to to dissect and construct a song, um, and ultimately, I just I just respect you as an artist. I don't really have like you say that there's this plethora of artists, but honestly, I don't have like a handful of artists that I'm like, yo, I need you on this track. I need you on this track. Like I don't have like my list is like maybe like three or four people that like, you know what I'm saying? So like my, my, my catalog isn't like this big, you know, it's like, <laughs> so That's does that fun. answer your question? Fair enough for me. Awesome. Fair enough. Um, does anybody have any uh, lasting questions to ask our fellow rapper? No, I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah definitely. Thank you for coming on, man. For no, sure. I appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity. I, I've, oh man, it's nice just to like talk to people, um, you know, about something that isn't mundane or boring. You know, it's nice. I, I'm thankful, you know, to the who's really listening podcast for, for even putting out content because honestly it's, it's very much needed in this time. Um, so hats off to you guys. Thank you for, you know, bringing me on to the show. I, I really, you know, I had, I hope you guys had as much fun as I did, like, you know, throughout this whole thing. It was pretty oh, cool. Oh, for sure. It's been solid. Yeah, definitely. We, I learned a lot about you and your production process and everything that you, like, have been going through. Chua was grilling you with those those questions that he comes up with are ridiculous for, yeah, uh, quite ridiculous. for her but, that. But, but you, notice, to... you notice how I kept my composure, right? Because I'm used to <laughs> I being saw like that. that. <laughs> Yeah, he's always on that BS. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, um, before we get out of here, Prodigal, you now have this platform. So by all means, we will hush for a little bit, go off and promote on whatever you need to or talk about whatever you need to. The floor is now yours. Oh, thank you. Um, so, yeah, my name's Jimmy. I go by Prodigal, P-R-D-G-L, um, just Prodigal without the vowels. Um, if you want to follow me anywhere, um, Instagram is just at P-R-D-G-L Raps. Um, I have the same handle everywhere, but, you know, I'm, I'm mainly putting out my content um, 
as far as like updates on my Instagram, um, my Facebook as well. You can just search me uh, at PRDGL Raps um, or just uh, search PRDGL. You should see my face on there. Um, Quarantine Qualms uh, EP is out now on all streaming platforms. Um, if you go to my Instagram, um, my link has all the options for you there. Um, also on YouTube, um, I'm, wor I'm working on a new project with another artist that's going to be a actually you guys get the exclusive. Ooh. I'm not going to give you guys the name, but um, you know, me and my boy North, we're actually doing a collaborative EP uh, for the summer, which will release on my birthday. If you don't know my birthday, you won't know when it comes out. Yeah. So <laughs> I have no clue. That shit's um, coming out next week. Coming out tomorrow. No, no, it, it is um it is a summer EP. I'll give you that much. But um Ooh. you know so uh, a lot more videos coming. Um, another video is coming soon um, featuring Chua. Um, I don't have a release date yet because I don't I don't have content yet. I mean, it's all recorded, but it hasn't been chopped up and everything. So uh, a lot more videos to come. Um, anybody who's listening, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to these gentlemen. Um, I, I hope that you guys can continue to support the Who's Really Listening podcast. Um, it, it is... It's always nice to see a, a group of friends um, display that friendship on a, in a live environment. So support your local creators. Hey. Support. That's hey. the, la Round the last thing I'm going to say. Round of applause for that motherfucker. Yeah. Round of applause. Uh, love, yeah. love you guys. Um, thank you so much. Wilmatic, bro, let's keep, let's keep building, man. Um, yeah. I'd love to continue that relationship. And, you know, I'm, I'm all about that. And, and Rabbit, you know. I'm going to need them scratches. I'm yeah, we will scratches. <laughs> you got to get we'll them to give you your scratches. <laughs> DJ Black Rabbit is this. back, though. DJ Black Rabbit is back. Fact. Yeah. In full force. Yes. Word, word. Well, thank you guys. Um, you know, and, you know, I wish you guys the best. God bless you and your podcast and whatever your future endeavors are this year and go kill it this year. All right. Word. Yeah, all man, right. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, that was prodigal once again give that motherfucker a He's round soft. of applause for killing thank you, thank you. killing today <laughs> and uh, i think i think that that hits there are we are we good then for good. for today we're good perfect so give me that give me that drop perfect, perfect. there you go <laughs> <laughs> as we know before we close this all out just so you guys know we are a weekly podcast we yes. drop a new episode every single wednesday yes. and all wednesday 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 where you listen whether it's spotify whether it's apple podcast wherever it's wherever it is on the digital platforms we're there and you can listen and that's it you can follow us at who's really listening on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, if you love us individually, show us some love there. Follow me at Chew America at Instagram and Facebook, DJ Black Rabbit. By all means, throw your handles out. Yes, sir. So www.djblackrabbit.com for all your DJ Black Rabbit needs. R&B and wine every single Friday. The link is in my website. We get down with the wine. We get down with the R&B. It's a situation. 
Get up in hey. there. Will. And Will Maddock. Yo, Will Gore, W-I-L-L-G-O-U-R, uh, Instagram. Check me out there. I post a lot of stuff about just my life, you know, just getting into different projects, hanging out with my son. You know, if you're into that family-ish, I'm doing that on the regular. So come up, say what's up, um, and definitely check out. Like, it's 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 friendly. It's COVID-friendly right now is, is Friday Wine Night with DJ Black Rabbit. Like, hey. his production value for hey. that... If you can't get on, get on. Uh, what is that? Twitch, yes, right? Sir. Twitch. Got to get yes, people. Got to get on Twitch a little bit more. They're there. But I'm not there. Actually, yeah, I am. <laughs> you're there. I'm actually, gamers are there right now. You're there. The gamers are heavy there. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm, there. I'm actually DJ into mission on there. That's where I'm the only DJ platform for me. Facts. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, get at me, DJ into mission at uh, Twitch and Will Gore on Instagram. And there you have it, Prodigal. You want to drop your handles really quick one more time for the for the listeners? Yep. So it's at P-R-D-G-L Raps, R-A-P-S. Um, and if you're looking for me anywhere, it's just Prodigal without the vowels. Um, if you're looking to stream, P-R-D-G-L. Um, and check out Quarantine Qualms EP. It's available everywhere. Um, and I'd love to connect with you and build some more. And there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes another episode of Who's Really Listening. Thank you all so much for listening, as we are always appreciative. And until the next time, do remember, every Wednesday we drop. That is that. Until the next time. Peace. Peace. Peace out. Peace out.